Hey guys, we are on Patreon. If you want to help us out, you can go to patreon.com slash 7lamb. That's the number 7, L-A-M-B. And you can donate as little as a dollar a month, and it all goes to helping us create podcasts such as Paralyzed. Once again, that's patreon.com slash 7lamb, the number 7, L-A-M-B. Seven Lamb presents Paralyzed. Chapter 11 Departure Part 4 After drinks, the PA system announced the muster drill, which took about 30 minutes. Then the rooms were made available, at least on our level. The ship departed around 4.40. We grabbed our bags from outside the room and brought them in. An interior room would have been a couple hundred dollars cheaper, but I sprang for the window. That way, we could see the water. Erica ran over to it and stared out as we drifted farther and farther from the port. Ah, oh, this is so great. You like the room? Love it. I have to say that even though I'm so excited to have Michelle and Roger traveling with us, I'm glad we have our own room. Trust me, we were always going to have our own room. <laughs> Erica ran up to me and grabbed my arm. She put it over her shoulder as she snuggled up to me. Thanks for inviting them. I know you don't care much for Michelle. Is it that obvious? Pabe. You have straight out told me she's a bitch before. She's... she's just very abrasive. Is that the word? You're just going off how she talks to Roger, but he doesn't care. No, it, it, not just Roger. She's... she's loud, obnoxious, and she curses like she's in a contest. What does that mean? It's... it's fuck this and fuck that. It's... it's... It, it's annoying. Well, how old are you? Hey, I curse... But I don't have to do it all the time. It's like she's doing it to appear tough. The whole tomboy mentality is so old school. I get it. She's raunchy. She burps and farts like one of the guys, but show some class. She's a pretty girl, but her personality sucks. Tread lightly, babe. You're coming off a tad sexist. Erica playfully pushed away from me. I just think it's an act. So what if it is? I like her. She's fun. She's been my friend for a long time. She could still tone it down. We've been friends forever. She's not going to tone it down. And if Roger doesn't care, then you shouldn't either. I think he does, but he's too shy to say anything. Oh, well. He's kind of a pushover, isn't he? I guess, but opposites attract. Look at my parents. We're not opposites. I don't know. I like reality TV. You don't. I like sitcoms. You don't. I like nature trails and the beach. And you don't. Yes, I do. Not as much as me. I like reading. You haven't read a book in years. Hey! And let's not forget you think The Birds is Hitchcock's best, and I think it's Psycho. I saw her trying to hold back laughter. Ha ha. It's true. So you think we're as different as Michelle and Roger? Oh, God, no. But it doesn't hurt to be different. Never said it did. I just think Michelle and Roger are a unique couple. Ugh, this conversation is dumb. When's dinner? 
Erica jumped onto the bed and stretched out. We chose a late dinner, remember? Yeah, but what time is it at? 7.45? Three hours? You said you were okay with it. Ugh, that's fine. Let's unpack and walk around the ship. I want to see everything. We walked along the deck. Erica stopped every so often to look over the railing. There were a lot of people out and about. Do we have to dress up tonight? I don't think you do. Not for the first night. I think it's casual. Come as you are? I'm pretty sure. We could ask someone, but I, I doubt they would enforce a dress code tonight. Some people still haven't been allowed into the rooms. But we have late dinner. Then let's ask someone. Nah, no biggie. What's the worst that can happen? They say no when we get changed? The weather was so nice. It was in the mid-70s. I was wearing short sleeves and pants. I hoped it would stay this way the whole time. Let's go to the bow. Okay. Oh man, it's blocked off. You wanted to do the king of the world thing, didn't you? Maybe. Jeez, that's two Titanic references in one day. Oh, I'm sure there'll be plenty more. We walked to the railing that blocked us from going any further. The very front was blocked off to passengers. Let's take a picture. I don't have my phone. Why not? Uh, I didn't think we'd need it. No signal. What about pictures? I forgot about pictures. <laughs> you would forget about pictures. Where's your phone? In the room. Well? I thought you had yours. And since you can't upload to Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, or whatever else, you left it? I don't have Tumblr. Well, you will eventually. Nah, too late to the party. I'm surprised you didn't bring my camera. Thought you wanted to document everything. I do, but that thing's just so big and bulky. I'll grab it later. We continued to walk around for an hour. We eventually ended up heading back inside, down the stairs and over to Michelle and Roger's room. One second. Hey. I told you it was them, dumbass. Michelle had a towel wrapped around her body and one wrapped around her hair. You're not getting dressed up, are you? No, it's the first night. I just wanted to take a shower. I followed Erica inside their room. They had an interior room, no window. It seemed a little smaller than ours as well. What are you going to wear? Jeans and a tee. Okay. What are you wearing, Roger? This? He motioned to the clothes he was wearing. Michelle went to the bathroom and got dressed. We sat around talking for a while. Erica told Michelle of the road trip to Vancouver. She bragged about the Ed Sheeran tickets. You're so lucky. Ugh, I am not into gingers, but boy, I would fuck him in a heartbeat. Really? Me know you're one. You're one? The celebrity fuck game, where you choose one celebrity that you can fuck and it doesn't count as cheating. Oh. I don't care if he's my one or not. If Ed Sheeran was on this cruise and he came knocking on our door, I would fuck him and I wouldn't even feel bad. Well, if you get two, then I get another one as well. Fine. Like, it fucking matters. She's five celebs to screw. 
you hardly ever leave the house, and I don't expect any Hollywood elites to stop by asking for directions anytime soon. Babe, who would be your one? Oh, shoot, I, I don't know. I know who it would be. Who? Eva Green. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. What about you? Oh, come on. Even I know that. Who? Ed Sheeran. Really? Yeah? Better keep a tight leash on her at the concert or you'll be wondering why you're having half-ginger babies nine months later. He sings Give Me Love and looks in Erica's general direction. Her panties will just fall off. Carrie Mulligan. What? Carrie Mulligan. I don't care. Okay, but if Carrie Mulligan is on this ship, I can sleep with her. You have my permission. Luckily, the celeb crush discussion dissipated the moment we realized it was 7.30. We all made our way to the dining room. Luckily, they were able to move a few things around so we could all sit together, but we ended up sharing a table with four other passengers. A tall man with a thick mustache and beard named Gerald. He was here with his wife, a nice plump lady with large eyes and curly hair. Her name was Kim, and she was, she was really friendly. The other two were Miles and Heather, a young couple, maybe in their early 30s. This was their third cruise in the last two years. They loved the travel. Miles was scrawny, clean-shaven, and wore thin-rimmed glasses that made his nose seem bigger than it was. Heather was equally thin. She had a, a long face, thin lips, and sunken cheeks. They mentioned how they just got engaged a couple months ago, and this, this was their celebration cruise. I wish we could take a vacation every year, don't you, babe? Of course. After dinner, we hit up a bar on one of the upper decks. Then we made our way to a piano bar. After about four beers, I was starting to feel buzzed. Since it was our first night, and Erica wanted to do a lot tomorrow morning, we decided to call it an early night. So tomorrow, breakfast and trivia, right? We're at sea all day? Yeah, we don't hit Ketchikan until the next morning. I'm down for some morning trivia. I bet you are. They ask a question about Batman or Wonder Woman, Roger will jizz his pants. That's not true. I like Marvel more than DC. I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. And with that, we said goodnight and headed back to our room. Happy, babe. About what? Small doses of Michelle. If that's what it takes, it's it's only the first night. I really do appreciate you inviting them. Really. And I cannot believe you surprised me. I'm still upset about that. Ah, good. I could feel the beer sloshing around in my stomach as I took off my pants and shirt. Erica went to the bathroom as I climbed under the sheets. Before I laid down, I looked out the window. The moon was hidden by clouds, so visibility was low. The water was calm and I felt at ease. 
I pushed my face into the pillows and stretched. Hey babe, so since we have the camera now... I rolled over to see Erica standing by the bed, completely naked with the video camera in her hand. My eyes widened and although it was dark in the room, I could just make out her biting her lip. She took a couple of steps toward the bed. I reached for her, but she took a step back, just out of my grasp, teasing me. Well? Come here. She moved closer. I touched her thigh and ran my hand up over her smooth skin. I just wanted to bite her side. I reached for her and she leaned back. She was filming me the whole time. I don't know why, but her holding the camera, wanting to film us, was so hot. I couldn't hold back anymore. I lunged for her, grabbed her by her sides, and pulled her onto the bed. <laughs> she kept the camera fixed on me as she rolled onto her back. I could see the red light just above her breasts. I slowly pushed her legs apart and and she filmed me going down on her. Maybe it was the camera, or maybe it was the fact I was feeling better. I, I didn't care. All I knew is that I, I wanted her, and she wanted me. She ended up placing the camera against the wall. She straddled me. She tilted it, making sure it was filming us. That whole movement made me want her even more. She bit her lip again, knowingly. In that moment, everything that I had been worried about disappeared. That was her power. I love this girl. When we finished, she curled up into my arms and it, it didn't take long before we were both fast asleep. to a full moon outside. There were no more clouds. I sat up, looked out at the water. It was so calm. Who could that be? What time was it? I looked at Erica who rolled onto her stomach, still fast asleep. Babe. She didn't awaken. I climbed over her as carefully as possible. I put on pants and a shirt I swear, if this was Michelle... Yeah? But no one was there. I stepped out and looked both ways down the hallway. No one. Suddenly a moth fluttered in front of my face. What the fuck? What the fuck is with these moths? I watched as it fluttered down the hall. I looked back at Erica, who snuggled up with her pillow. I wanted to go back to sleep, but someone definitely knocked on this door. My eyes were drawn to the moth, which fluttered under one of the hall lights. The light flickered a bit, and the moth continued down the hall. Screw it. I followed the moth all the way down the hallway and around the corner. I followed it up the stairs and onto another level. I was surprised no one was around. It was eerily quiet. I made my way past the elevators when I noticed 
someone outside sitting on a bench, staring out at the water. I stepped outside onto the cold floor. That's when I realized I was barefoot. The man sitting on the bench didn't even acknowledge my presence. I couldn't see his face. But he wore a black jacket and dark brown pants. It looked, it looked like he had a beard. As I rounded him, I started to get a better look. Then I stopped. No. No. It, no, it couldn't be. What? What the fuck? What? What the fuck? Was I dreaming? How? how? Don't worry, Shane. This isn't a dream. What the fuck? What the f- What the fuck? What the fuck? Come. Have a seat. It's a beautiful night. The man talking to me. The guy sitting right there in plain sight. The person that I was looking at was my father. How? Please, have a seat. I slowly made my way over and sat. I was careful not to get too close. I won't bite. This has to be a dream. You would think, but no. This is not a dream, Shane. How are you here? You need me here. I do? Yes, you do. He turned his attention to me and smiled. You can't be here. You... You died. Hit and run. The police called me. Calm down. I know what happened. Then how? I came to talk to you. It's been a while. It had been nearly a decade since he walked out on my mother and I. He went out for lotto tickets and never came back. You left us. I had to. Your mother and I weren't getting along. So you leave us? You leave me? I didn't do anything. No, but your mother did plenty. Trust me, leaving was the best thing I could do. That's bullshit. You wouldn't understand. Fuck you. He gave me a wry smile, then went back to enjoying the view of the water. It's so peaceful out here. What do you want? I'm here to warn you. Warn me? That's right. Warn me about what? There's a fog rolling in, and there's something arriving with it. What? Something dark. Something evil. This this has to be a dream. You need to listen to me, Shane. There's something coming, and you can't stop it. What? what? What's coming? An entity. I felt a shiver run down my spine. My throat was dry. An entity? Yes, an entity moving, drifting, floating, flying this way. What are you talking about? It's been watching you, and now the watch is over. What is it? Now it's time to claim. It's making its way to you. This isn't real. This is a dream. No. This isn't real. This is all just a dream. No, Shane. I'll wake up soon. You are awake. That's the problem. He got up and walked over to the railing. You hear that? Oh, Shane, it's coming. What is that? He looked over the railing, down at the water. When the fog rolls in, you can't escape. What the hell are you talking about? He turned around, his lips slightly parted, his eyes steady, his face emotionless. 
Don't trust me. What? Don't trust me. What do you mean? Don't trust me. This is a dream. Don't trust me. This is a dream. Don't trust me. This is a dream. No shame. It's a nightmare. Stop! I turned and ran back inside as fast as I could. I ran down the stairs, through the hallway, each light flickering as I passed. What the hell is going on? I wanted to get back to the room, back to Erica, but when I turned the corner I saw my father standing there under a flickering light. Please, stop. Get some sleep, Shane. You have a big day tomorrow. Paralyzed. Written by Robert M. Lamb. Edited by Sam Ashley. Starring Ryan Wiggs as Shane. Ariel Zadok as Erica. Alexander Dottie as Roger. Ariel Hack as Michelle. Amy LeRae as Roland. Catabel as Ray. Co-starring Justin Anderson, Jerry Swindle, and Jack Austin. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Eldridge T'Challa of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit www.7lamb.com for more audio dramas such as this one. This has been a Seven Lamb production.